You're listening to Four at the Back, and we've gone to extra time. we're into extra time so it was a 10-part series but we decided we'd do a little extra um it's kind of like an end of season special and what we're going to do is we're going to pick our best team from the 10 squads that we've talked about over the course of this this series so Manchester United 93-94 Leeds United 90-90,000 Chelsea 0405 Spurs 0910, Newcastle 0203, Brazil 98 uh, to about 2002, AC Milan from 1988-1994, Leicester City 2015-16, Blackpool 2010-11 and Arsenal from last week 97-98 and the only condition is you've got to pick one player from each team. Any formation, I was interested to see what uh, what people would come up with. So, how should we do this? Should, should we should we take it in terms to lay our eleven, or should we go position by position? Position by position. That way, it's kind of it's a bit more suspense, isn't it? I mean, yeah, the, I like what, that idea. the only thing is, have, some of us may have gone for different formations. I hope everyone's gone four four two. Because yeah, it's got to be four four two. I have not gone four four two. There's always first. one, isn't there? Yeah. I, well, I sort of ha- arguably, I suppose at the time, some of them would have been playing in like a four four two setup. These days, it's more sort of four two three one, which I've I tend to play on on Football Manager. So I, I don't know. It's well, we how about go. this then? How about we we start with each position? We say how many players we've picked in that position, and then rail them off that way so if you've gone four or three at the back you say four defenders three defenders and build that in all right let's do that goalkeepers okay. one <laughs> yeah i've gone with one yeah, fun, yeah. funny that <laughs> yeah can i go with two make it a lot harder score past <laughs> yeah i wonder why no one's ever thought of that eh? <laughs> but only one of them is allowed gloves all right that's all right I'll, I'll have an odd one in there as well you won't need gloves all right who, who are you two uh, I don't really have to. <laughs> <laughs> Call my bluff, God. <laughs> no, I've got, I've got whoever the black ball keeper is. Because I'm not out. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm not wasting I'm not wasting an outfield player on Blackpool. With the defence I've got, goalkeeper won't have anything to do anyway. So That was almost the exact same thought I had. But in the end, I went with Petr Cech. I also went with Petrchuk, uh, simply because, as as we discussed, uh, still holds the clean sheet record. So, um, as much as there's some, uh, uh, you know, pretty hard not to choose Michael here, actually, because I think ultimately he was the best Premier League keeper. But uh, but Czech was so consistent for so long. Um, yeah. I think he's a good pick. You've done the same thing I have, and saved your Man United player for somewhere else, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I also did the same thing. I've, I've gone with Nigel Martin. Ooh, okay. that's a good pick. Yeah, I like, I like that. that. I like that. Yeah. Right. And Nigel Defenders Martin, the, it's just the, the man who would be king, you know, it's kind of you know, any other era, he would have been England's keeper for 15 years. Yeah. Right, Defenders. Four, obviously. Three. Yeah, I've, got, I've got four. I've got four. Although I, I almost went uh, as the anti-Southgate and, you know, arguably maybe even had uh, three left-backs in there. But then I quickly changed my mind. <laughs> All right, Pete, who's your three? So I've gone for um, the... I've used both of my Milan players and I've gone for Baresi and Maldini and I'm pairing them with Tony Adams. Oh, Ooh. oh I love that. Oh. Oh. Uh, Shivers. Yeah, that's I mean, not, I'm, so, I'm that's not the offside trap. <laughs> imagine yeah. that offside trap, like, you know, Adam's waving his arms and Berezi orchestrating the press. Yeah, but they'd probably not get on. They'd, they'd both be trying to call it. They wouldn't, they wouldn't be having it. <laughs> They'll do what I tell them. <laughs> yeah. That's the way. So who's everyone else got them? Well, I've gone for a centre-half pairing of Adams and Maldini. And... Uh, running the fullback positions, I'm using Gary Kelly and Dennis Irwin. Okay. Oh, Irish okay. feel. Mm. Uh, I've got I've got Cafu right back. I don't know, and everyone's going to say like, why would you pick your Brazilian right back? But he's he was the best right back in world football for God knows how long. So I think uh, he's worth the pick. Uh, Maldini left back because that's the position he was playing when he was at Milan at, at the time we, we looked at. I know he played centre-half later in his career, but I was there as a left-back. Um, and then centre-half, uh, Berezi. And Ledley King. Uh, the man. The man with no knees, but nevertheless, <laughs> the best central defender in England with no knees. <laughs> OK. Um, Neil, I don't think you're mad for putting Kaffer at right-back, because I did the same thing. Woo! Um... I've gone for Berezi and Tony Adams at centre-back. And uh, I put my Blackpool player at left-back. So Stephen Craney. Stephen Craney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will, phrase? No one wants to grow up to be Gary Neville. Later. <laughs> so, you know, um, you're sort of around the mid-90s. You used to get these little figurines and little packs of chocolate with the big heads. Did you have a figurine of Stephen Craney? No, no. But um, one of my I friends, they made one, surely. <laughs> one of my mates turned up to school with um, with Gary Neville in a United kit um, and had the ever loving piss taken out of him for about four weeks for it. Um, I suppose before we knew Gary Neville was actually any good, uh, he was just he was just that little spotty kid with with curtains uh, mm-hmm. at that point. Um, he was well proud of him as well. Anyway, um, I've picked Stephen Craney, and there there is sort of more than just uh, there is slightly more rationale to it than he's. I've got to put Blackpool player somewhere, uh, which I'll come on to a little bit later. But yeah, Cafu, Berezi, Adams, and Stephen Craney, which is the only time that is a fantasy back four. One of these things is not like the others. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so midfield then. At least I've not had to put DJ Campbell up front, so that's true. I mean, every clouds and stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. So as as you probably worked out, if I've gone three, uh, three at the back, I've got five in midfield. 
Well, you could have done an Aussie ID less formation. I could have, <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> Good plan. Everyone else gone for four? Yeah. Four. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah it's Good old fashioned. Good old fashioned. Two centres and two wingers. Okay, so this is where my uh, slightly weird picks maybe come in. I've, I've gone for very much um, the best players, I think, of the specific years that we spoke about. So I went with Lee Bowyer of Leeds on the right wing, Laurent Robert of Newcastle on the left, and then the three of uh, Angolo Kante holding with either side of him, Charlie Adam and Luka Modric. Intriguing. I mean, Luke, Luke Modric, as I said at the time, is the best football I've ever seen play in, in you know, in a, in, a, in a ground, like absolutely just ridiculous. He was probably one of the first players I wrote down, to be honest, the only Spurs player that I, I really wanted. So uh, there you, you work off the ones that you really want, don't you? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I did the same thing. I mean, I'll, I'll jump in now because actually I've gone Lauren Robert on the left wing to absolutely no one's surprise. Kante and Modric in the middle, and I put Arjun Robin on the right wing. Okay, nice. Uh, I've got Riyad Mahrez uh, on the right wing because um, I mean, I mean, you say Kante is the best player for that Leicester team, and you, you, know, you say Mahrez was pushing him pretty close um, as as the magical man uh, of that season. Um, and then centre part, centre of the park, I've got uh, Charlie Adam and Lee Bowyer, um, and then I've got Ryan Giggs on the left because. As as we discussed, Giggs in '93 was the most electric player, one of the most electric players I've ever seen in my life, um, mm. and he was just he just frightened the life out of everybody at that time. So uh, I felt like for my United pick, I think it had to be Giggsy. I like how you pulled Maz up on putting Maldini at centre back, and then you put Boyer in central midfield. That's where he played. <laughs> he played right. He played right no, midfield. He, 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 no, he, he, he didn't. He, he, he played both, to be fair. He was a box to box midfielder. His whole career, he was. Not at no, not at Leeds. He actually oh, he, Leeds. Was, he played both at Leeds. He spent a lot of that season on the right wing as well. I remember back in the Championship Manager days, he was the classic MLRC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you, you could you could fit him in anywhere really. Um, right, I've got a bit of a amalgamation of all of those so I've I've actually got two right wingers but you know I think they're both talented enough for one of them to switch over and they can do a bit of a switcheroony whenever they need to I've got Robin and Mares as my wide men I've got Patrick Vieira and Modric as my central midfielders well Mares actually did, does play on both sides and so does Robin because Robin yeah. started out on yeah the... you, you got to have Robin cutting in though don't you yeah well when he was you at know. Chelsea he played on his strong side and it was only when he went to Bayern that they started inverting him. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... So he played on the left yeah, for Chelsea. He played, he played he did, on the didn't right he? for yeah. Bayern, yeah. Didn't he? they swap over a lot mid-game at Chelsea and confuse people yeah, that they way? Did. Well, no one had really seen yeah. it before. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, certainly Bayern is kind of very deliberately used that as a tactic to have Ribéry and Robin cutting in on, you know, on their uh, strong foot. Yeah. But, you know, they're, they're both players that love to cut in, aren't they? So Mares and Robin could really do do whatever. They're, they're not they're not wingers you see go to the touchline very often. Right, then. There's so only the all, attack left. So we've all gone for Modric? I think we have, yeah. Oh, no. Well, no, well I, did, I, went, I went for Lenny Oh, no, you went, oh, you went Lenny King. Except the guy who thinks he's the best footballer he's ever seen live in a stadium. He'd rather have Lee Bowyer. I had to get a... Uh, well, 
you know, as as is going to be revealed, my Arsenal pick had to be a certain person, so I couldn't have one of the yes. Arsenal defenders. So it had to be Ledley, and I think Ledley's better than those Arsenal defenders anyway. Interesting. So there. Well, I would say that. <laughs> right. So up front, that leaves two. So I've got Bergkamp and Shearer. Dennis Bergkamp is 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 kind of regardless of what shirt he wore, one of my favourite footballers ever. Just magical, magical player. Um, and Alan Shearer, even though it was a little bit, a little bit old man era Shearer, he was still scoring buckets of goals for that Bobby Robson Newcastle team. So with Bergkamp supplying the ammunition, you know, what, what more can you ask for? Yeah, I've got, I've got all out number nine power Shearer and Ronaldo up front. Uh, pick, pick those ones out. God, you need to go six at the back against them. Yeah, well, especially if you've got Robin and, and Mares coming at you as well. Mind you, their arses would just be occupying all the space. <laughs> I was just going to say, whoever's played against us will just be shooting at Gilks from 50 yards anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's your own fault. I, I mean, I get the feeling you've not actually seen matches. He was pretty good that year. <laughs> he was good. <laughs> you know, you're right. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, there's a, def- <laughs> there's a definite correlation between Matt, uh, Blackpool scoring points in the league and Matt Gilks getting injured. Yeah, Richard Kingston was uh, not an upgrade. Ghana <laughs> legend, Richard Kingston. Yeah, yeah. Not a Blackpool legend, unfortunately. So I, I also took Ronaldo uh, as my number nine, but I'm going to pair him instead of with Alan Shearer. I'm going to pair him with Eric Cantona. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That, that, that is basically the 90s right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could you think of anything more 90s than Cantona and Shearer? Like, uh, but that's what Ferguson wanted, wasn't it, ultimately? But he never got it. It's basically I, pornography, right? I mean, it it would just it would have been obscene, to be honest. It wouldn't have been fair. The competition <laughs> commission would have had to get involved. In the end, I went with Cantona and uh, Gary Taylor Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I sort wait. of think I, I sort of think I should have gone last, really, because that's <laughs> that's not the way to end it. Is no, it? <laughs> no, I, no, I, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I also went with Cantona and Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we didn't think you took two Blackpool players, really. Don't worry. I mean, I, I, when I was we've not this... forgot Stephen Craney. No. When I was putting this team together, I, I thought I've, I've I've got to have Lauren Robert and I've got to have Eric Cantona. And when it came to the sort of the number nine, I had to think. Well, it's probably between Ronaldo, Shearer, and Van Basten. Um, I didn't see a lot of Van Basten. Shearer, the season we talked about him, it wasn't it wasn't his strongest, and he wasn't. I don't think he was. A, it was the strongest version of Shearer. The Ronaldo we talked about was the best in the world, and possibly one of the best ever. Um, so that's why I went with him. Interesting. Interesting. See, I think. I, think I, I started off with basically I have to have Bergkamp in the team. That was my. That was my starting point. I thought about having, and I thought I can't have Bergkamp and Cantona. No. How much fun would that be? Two nights. That's very mo- actually that's very modern when you think about it. You know, um, basically just like play a, a kind of zero number nine formation. I mean, you'd, you'd, one of them would be playing a false nine position, which you know that wasn't a thing. Back they then. kind of both are, aren't they? You know, well, it's, it's it quite interesting. One would have to be a false ten. Well, I mean, well, I mean, actually, if I want to be pedantic about it, the the false nine was kind of invented in the fifties, actually. But it's kind of one of those things that people thought. Pep Guardiola made up actually was 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 kind of just uh, it back. used quite extensively like sort of in the the yeah the, the mid to late fifties. 
But both Dennis Bergkamp and uh, Eric Cantona have both got the talent to play number nine. So I don't think it's really... Oh, yeah. A, Cantona yeah. was a straightforward number nine as a kid. Um, yeah. You know, when he was coming through and, you know, falling out with lots of managers in France, he was he was a he was a straight number nine just that his talent meant that when he went to English football yeah. he kind of naturally became a tech I mean they're, they're both rough and ready they can both mix it up with a centre half you know it's not like they're you know they're tiny little players that are a bit too weak to play that that role you know people forget how many goals Kanzna scored for United you know sometimes like he had you know he had sort of goal seasons of you know 18, 19, 20 um, pretty regularly he was a, a much more pro- prolific player than I think people remember. Because obviously you remember the moments of genius and the chips and the assists and the, you know, celebrations and the just puffing out the chest and the collar. But numbers-wise, he stacks up there really well. That year we were actually talking about he was playing further forward. That that kind of very tennis era is when he's playing up front with guys like Andy Cole a little bit later on. With Hughes, it was a much more even and balanced partnership. Yeah, they did. They, they sort of used to drop for each other, didn't they? Like, yeah. Hughes was a very clever player. So, they, oh, yeah. they, you know, they they very much, yeah, one would kind of drop into, drop into the space and then defenders wouldn't want to follow them out and it would create space for the other one. It was, yeah, that interplay was really clever. I had exactly the same kind of thing of Bergkamp or Cantona going on. In the end, I decided that... Uh, because my other player had to be a defender, I would rather have Tony Adams than Gary Pallister. Um, and that meant ha- that meant Cantona over Bergkamp. And uh, that was all it came down to, really, in the end. So what are our lineups in full, then? So I've got so Martin, Cafu, Baresi, Adams, Stephen Craney, Kante, <laughs> Modric, Robin, Robert, Cantona and Ronaldo. Right, I've got Gilks. Kelly, Irwin, Maldini, Adams, Modric, Vieira, Mares, Robin, Ronaldo, Shearer. Uh, what? Czech, Cafu, Maldini, Baresi, King, Mares, Adam, Boya, Giggs, Bergkamp, Shearer. So there's not a defensive midfielder in there, is there? Christ, <laughs> could be a lot of, of six-three thrillers in that in that in that team. Okay. I mean, I, I, I'll tell you what, I'd, I'd fancy most of our teams against Mass's wingbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Gary so, Kelly's going to get minced. <laughs> oh, no, they were, no, Ke- Kelly and Elmer were terrific footballers. They were good yeah, players. They were. Uh, Petacek, Paolo Maldini, Franco Baresi, Tony Adams, Lee Boyer, Angolo Kante, Charlie Adam, Luca Modric, Laurent Robert, Eric Cantona and Ronaldo. I'll tell you what, my, my biggest worry uh, in my team is Mares tracking back Cafu. That worries me more than anything else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, like, the re- one of the reasons that I went, um, I, I, I picked Stephen Craney is I was, he's not going to be a man going forward. He can stay back and Lauren Robert can pile forward. Stephen Craney can just sit in. He doesn't need to do anything else. That was my other little bit of, uh, of rationale behind the, the Craney decision. I've just um, got this wonderful image in my head of Baresi looking over at Stephen Craney with contempt. <laughs> <laughs> push up. Push up. Yeah, look, look one way, Cafu. Yeah, all good there. Look the other way. Who the fuck is this guy? Let's be real. 
Cafu isn't in line. Well, Cafu's long gone, isn't he? He's like <laughs> Cafu is like you know on the on the opposite corner flag. I'm I'm also quite surprised that Lee Bowyer crept into two teams. Oh, he was excellent. A really good player. I don't know if he's a good player, but. For Leeds, yeah. he, was, he was better than good. He was excellent. Yeah, he was, he, he was he was the sort of player that you know in a in a different you know in a different sort of world without his little misdemeanours or large misdemeanours um, probably would have been an England regular. And it's only really the fact that you got the likes of sort of Lampard and Gerrard coming up behind him that means he probably never got that chance. Well, that yeah. and, he, and he was mediocre for Newcastle. That, those are the two. That's probably yeah. what's cl- that's probably what's clouded my. Uh... But he's he's still he's still got into two teams and Hullet, Van Basten and Rijkaard didn't get into one between them. It's tough though, isn't it? Because it's a bit like you know, I it's, it's, Milan, isn't it's, it? it's, it's hard to leave out and Crazy. hard to leave out Hullet and, and Van Basten. But it's it's interesting because I think either I was going to build around the Arsenal back four or around the Milan back four, and it's like by building around the Milan back four, it allows you to get Bergkamp in. Um, yeah, but, you know, uh, the, the, the way it's the way it sets up, there are plenty of fantastic forwards to choose from in this lot. You know, you, you can't really pass up Barassi or Maldini in your team, or both. You know, you know the, the other thing that occurred to me as a hipster pick that I didn't go for in the end, but I thought about was was Carvalho as, as one of the centre halves. Um, okay. And any one of that Chelsea team's defensive line could have fit in very easily, yeah, couldn't they? What, John Terry well, is I, going nowhere near any team that I pick. <laughs> well, when when I had uh, when I still had four at the back uh, as my kind of default setup, uh, Paulo Ferreira was uh, kind of inching his way towards it. Uh, but in the end, I thought, no, stuff it. I want five in the middle. Okay, that's a fun little way just to to wrap up the season. Um, we will be back very soon with uh, another season of four at the back. Uh, we've got uh, got some really interesting uh, teams for season two lined up. So uh, news of that will follow in due course. Uh, thank you very much for, for listening to those of you who have. Um, if you haven't listened to all of them, they're, they're available on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, any way you like, really. So do catch up on those. Until next time, we've been four at the back. Thanks very much. You've been listening to Four at the Back with Joe, Maz, Neil and Pete. You can follow us on Twitter or on Instagram at 4ATBpod. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts by rating and subscribing so you never miss an episode. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you soon.